What's up? It's Caroline with the As Always podcast. Welcome back for week four of Like, Comment, Share, where we're talking all about social media and what that looks like with our faith. This week's episode, we have two very special guests. We have Mac and Ken's from Delight Ministries. And Delight, if you aren't familiar with it, it's a women's ministry that's at over 160 college campuses nationwide. And I participate in Delight at my university, and it is honestly has grown me and my faith so much over the past couple of years. It is how I've met my best friends and it's how I've become so vulnerable in my faith. And it was honestly one of the one of the really big stepping stones like in my faith to even start this podcast. So I'm so thankful for these women and they do so much more than delight. They are just doing amazing things for the kingdom and we're, they have so much wisdom to pour out on us. So let's just jump right into it. Um, I, of course, wanted to interview y'all because I mean, y'all have delight for the girl, the tent, and y'all use social media like for your ministries and personally and it's been really cool to see like how y'all use it like that's how I got into light was I saw an Instagram post about yeah. delight and that's yeah. how I joined and um it was just like it's just cool how everyone meets each other and I was saying how that's how I met my roommate and my now like best friend was through delight we met each other through a summer series and oh, right. all my relationships at school have grown that way um, so just seeing how y'all view social media, like so productively and so well, like you have your own podcast, you do all these amazing things. Like the tent is like fabulous and I love the tent, but have y'all seen how much that's grown? Like not only your ministries, but how is that able to grow? Like you personally, like in your faith and how social media has enabled you to like share and learn more from the Lord or like, what does that look like? Yes. Oh, such a good question. You know, I think we all have such a love-hate relationship with social media. <laughs> I know oh, yeah. I for sure do. Um, there are some days I literally want to like throw my phone at the wall and never <laughs> look at it ever again. But then also we have literally gotten a front row seat to how the Lord can literally use social media um, for his good in so many ways. I saw a quote from someone somewhere that said like, um, you know, whatever space, like, uh, the people of God aren't occupying, the enemy will try to occupy. Oh, that's so and good. That's so true about social media is like social media. Like when you scroll through it, oftentimes it just feels like attacks from the enemy, right. And left of like comparison or, um, temptations or all these different things. And so I feel like both Ken's and I really just felt like a call on our lives and a calls through the way we do ministry to, um, to really like infuse social media with God's spirit, with his presence, with encouragement, um, with things that really just draw people closer to the heart of Jesus. And so, uh, we try to really do that in a fun way. Like not just, I don't want it to just be like, you're like, Oh, this is boring. Um, yeah. really in a fun and exciting way, but also in a way that seriously offering a pe- people an invitation into a deeper relationship with Jesus. And so mm-hmm. we've seen that through the delight social media, like seriously, so many women have stories like you where they're like, I saw delight on Instagram or something. And then I joined this community and I have friends now and I've grown deeper in my relationship with Jesus, or I'm starting a chapter on my school. And so that is just like little miracle moments, right. And left. And then with, for the girl, that's kind of like our, um, 
it's more of our like podcasts and our content and things like that. We get to, we get to just share our heart so often and um, share the things that God's been teaching us. And it's so fun to see how people react to that and how people respond and people say, oh my gosh, like this is what I needed today. And we just are like typing away on our phones or whatever. And then it's so cool to see how like that often it just comes from an overflow like of our time with the Lord, our time in the word, and then how it's so what people need. And so, Mm -hmm. um, yes, you have to have like limits and boundaries of social medias and there's still days I want to throw my phone at the wall. (laughs) Also, it is so cool to see how seriously every day when I log on, I'm like, Oh my gosh, God, I see evidence of you moving in this way on this platform all the time, which is Mm -hmm. so cool. That's so good. I am um, love. I don't know if you've heard of Francis Chan. He's like a pastor speaker. Mm-hmm. He's kind of low key. He's not. He's actually not on media much any of any kind. But anyways, he thinks it's hilarious that like he thinks Instagram is just so funny. He's like, I can't believe people have like profiles like all about themselves, like a whole page about themselves. He's like, this is just so messed up. And he's just funny like that. He's so direct and like so. Um, yeah convicting in so many ways and when he said that I was like oh my gosh so true and I was like I want to create but it did stir in something in me to be like okay I want my whether it's delight for the girl or even my personal account to like not so much be a profile just about me and the cool things I'm doing but about God and Mm -hmm. um I am very careful um, to like filter anything that I'm posting and both Mac and I through for the girl that like, so that it's not so self-centered, um, but glorifies the Lord. And so I think we can all like post and think through that filter. I even love that you like use the word productive because it can be productive in so many ways. So I love that. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I think it's definitely, I've had to take personally a huge shift into realizing like I was doing that what you just said like my profile was like all about me 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 and the church I go to here in South Carolina we just had a conference this past Friday and we talked about how important it is to realize that we're comparing like our real lives to people's fake lives on social media and how it's such like a like black and white thing and we think like this person's life is amazing but we don't know all the struggles they're going through every day and we compare that like what we deal with literally every single day um, I really do love that. It's also true. On the other side of that, I know for me, especially when I was in high school, social media, something that like, um, Mac, you said earlier about comparison, like comparison is a huge thing. And I think that's definitely something that I still struggle with, but what is something that you think social media has, um, not really maybe hindered your faith or just challenged your faith in a sense where like you realize there's an area where you're lacking or somewhere where the Lord's like really pushing you like to do better or like the devil's trying to enter you through that way. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I got one. Um, I think the biggest one for me personally is using social media as almost like a numbing agent to like the things that I really need to process and like sit with the Lord about. Mm -hmm. And so um, it just acts as a, a huge distraction in my life a lot of times. And it's so easy to teeter on that line of like using it for good. And then also just being like, using it to just numb out the world's problems and like whatever, and just be like, I can scroll for forever. Like the scroll never ends. Like literally they make it so that the scroll never ends. Like mm-hmm. you can go on and on and on forever. Um, they're purposefully trying to do that. 
to like our brain and our mind. And I sometimes find myself like sucked into that vortex almost. I think we've all been there before. And so I have found there have been seasons of my life where I very intentionally said, okay, I have to get rid of it completely to be able to like stop this scroll, like this like mm-hmm. numb mentality and really um, give myself no option but to go to Jesus first um, and kind of like retrain my brain to okay, when I'm feeling down, let's not find something that can just numb out the pain. Like, let's go to the place that can like have answers to my pain. And that's only at the feet of Jesus. And so I think for me, like even more than comparison, I I just struggle with using it as like, kind of like almost like a coping mechanism, which sounds crazy, but I think that's probably been my biggest struggle with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say that I would say the same. I think it's just like so real that like when you're going through something tough, you can just pick up your phone and like numb it out. And one discipline that I've been um, practicing is actually leaving my phone downstairs before I go to bed at night. Mac, I think you started to do this too. Did you take action? Oh, yes. I haven't, uh, we, Ken's and I bought alarm clocks yes. so that we wouldn't have to like have our phone because it's the best excuse to be like, well, I use it for my alarm. Yeah. My alarm is the most obnoxious alarm you've ever heard in your life. Literally this morning, I was like, this is this, I hate this sound, but it, it's working. So, yes, I'm trying it. <laughs> Mine's actually kind of lovely. It has this like light that like is like, mock is like similar to the sun rising so you just like wake up in this bliss it's kind of amazing but um I should have said Ken's got the more bougie alarm clock I got the like cheapest one on Amazon and I'm now regretting it I should have I should have gone with the option she had (laughs) it's an everyday thing it's an everyday investment so (laughs) I upgraded but yeah it's been a game changer in um all of it like so I'll put my phone down before I go upstairs I don't know around like 10 o'clock or something like that and then I won't pick it up until after my time with the Lord in the morning and the word after is really important here because I feel like so often we when we wake up to our alarm on our phone we pick up our phone we turn off our alarm and most of us also start scrolling through Instagram looking at our emails looking at our text messages and right there you already had like instilled like anxiety or overwhelmed feelings of your week day whatever and then you're also comparing and seeing what everybody else is doing not feeling good enough and then you go to journal to pray to spend time with God or in the word and all of a sudden you're like clouded your head's clouded you're like I can't feel like I can hear his voice you're like Ugh, I'm having to read this piece of scripture a million times over because I can't comprehend it. Like I've been in that like so many times in my quiet time. And I'm like, how, why, why is this? Like, it feels like the first thing I'm doing, but it had, it wasn't the first thing I was mm-hmm. doing. The first thing I was doing was scrolling. And so anyways, this has been a game changer and just feeling so much more connected to God in the morning. Like just be, just a simple act of not looking at my phone has like made me so more, have such a clear mind going into prayer, like a clear mind reading scripture. And like, it really shifted the tone for me. So I don't know. It's so simple, but I think a really big game changer if you want to, if you're like really wanting to connect with God in the morning. Oh, yeah. I totally, it honestly is, it is so simple. Like, we don't even think about it. It's just like an automatic thing we do. I heard this quote, I don't remember who it's from, but this guy was like, you either check your phone before you go to the bathroom in the morning or while you're going to the bathroom in the morning. Like, there's no in between. Like, you do one or the other. It's going to happen, like, inevitably. And I realized last night, I, like, have a schedule every day, like, not, like, serious, but about, like, what I'm going to do throughout the day, and I kind of check off the boxes. 
And I got to the end of the day and I realized like I hadn't had my quiet time yet. And I'm going through this study that just relates Old Testament to New Testament. And I was like, why am I waiting until like the last time of the day, like before I go to bed to do this, which some people do enjoy reading like before they go to bed, but I'm tired. It's been the whole day and I'm not fully into it. And I realized like, this is something I need to start my day with and like go ahead and like attack the day with instead of waiting and like pushing it off when there was, I can, I cannot tell you how many times I just grabbed my phone and scroll through TikTok instead throughout the day. Which, TikTok's great and people definitely use it to spread the gospel, but I just get distracted by yeah. it. Um, but I totally agree. I honestly, I need an alarm clock too. I've been sitting my phone like further away from my bed, like not even on my bedside table. So I actually get up in the morning. I just need to get a clock and just actually wake up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love all of that. One thing that to do with social media or not that I'm just asking everyone because I think it's so great to just be authentic and just talk about like, it's hard being a Christian and like this day and age, especially with social media, but just some, something right now or something that the Lord, you feel like the Lord's tugging on your heart and like challenging you to do social media or not just something in your life that you realize recently is keeps coming to your attention. Yes. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. Um, something that he is calling me to do. Okay. Um, one thing, and we talk about this a little bit in our move of God study. And seriously, when we were writing this study, this chapter, the study, I remember just being like convicted, being like, I can do so much better in this area of my spiritual life. And that is inviting the Holy Spirit into my every day. Um, and I'll talk a little bit about this just quickly. I think so often the Holy Spirit gets a bad rap. Like it's like just like a freaky weird thing just for like the crazy people out there in the world. You think of all the crazy spiritual gifts and you're like, eee, yay, ah, I'm scared of that or whatever. Um, but the Lord's been really teaching me like really what the Holy Spirit is and how you know, in scripture, it uses the words like it describes the Holy Spirit as our helper, as our advocator, um, and really essentially like Jesus inside of us. And um, I just need more of that throughout my day. And I think the thing is, is if you block the Holy Spirit out of your heart, you don't invite him or you're just like weirded out or like standoffish with the Holy Spirit, then you're not like letting the Holy Spirit in infiltrate your heart and your soul and your mind throughout your day and the Holy Spirit's the one that's going to give you little nuggets of wisdom for friends it's going to be the one that like pushes you to like be extra kind to that person who might have needed it who you didn't know needed it or it might be the the Holy Spirit's one that gently convicts us in our day so that we can live glorifying the Lord even better it's the Holy Spirit's the one that keeps us connected and firm and grounded and all of the things and so I've been really practicing like inviting the Holy Spirit into my everyday and in my thought life and actually taking action in it like little things like you could have said that better and like actually going back into that conversation and being like hey I could have said that better or um being kinder even like even little like prophetic words for people just taking action in that a little bit more than I used to. And so it's been really fun. And it also is really true that the Holy Spirit is your helper because I feel like I've just had a assistance through my day, like just like somebody to lead me, guide me and everything. So it's been awesome. So that's a big thing that I'm practicing right now. I love, I love that. That's, that. So, that's cool. so cool. Yeah. So good. so good. I was riding in the car yesterday with my dad and he said to me, um, 
He's like, God and I have this thing recently where um, I'm starting to listen to the little things he's telling me. <laughs> it's just the way he said it. I loved it. He was like, God and I have this thing recently. And he was telling me about all these like little moments over the last couple of weeks where the Holy Spirit just like put something on his heart. And rather than just seeing that, chalking that up to like, uh, it's just a coincidence or, ah, uh, it doesn't really matter. He was like, I've been just acting on them. And, um, he's just telling me some like cool stories and testimonies of like what that's looked like. And I thought that was cool. It made me think of that. Um, but I think one thing for me is this morning, actually, I was reading in, um, Acts eight and, or Acts seven and Acts seven is, um, the story of actually Stephen being stoned to death and Stephen being like the first martyr in the early church. And, um, I've kind of always never known what to do with this story of Stephen always kind of been like well that's tragic and sad and don't want that to be my story so I'll just you know <laughs> ignore that but what is so cool is if you read in Acts 6 um, Stephen is actually appointed as one of the first deacons and so basically there was this problem where widows within the early church weren't being fed and so the apostles who were kind of like the big dogs in the church, um, they appoint deacons to oversee the management of like the food distribution every day. So basically these like seven, seven men are given a leadership position and it's basically like, they're kind of like a glorified dishwasher essentially. Like their title is not cool. It's not very glamorous or whatever. And um, I was just thinking a lot about how oftentimes like I see so many women in myself, especially like we get, we're given these like opportunities in the kingdom of God, or we're given these like different appointments or um, different things that maybe God has placed in our hands. And, and we, we look at them and we, we, first off, we often complain about them. And then we compare them. We look at what other people are doing, these awesome things that women are getting to do in the kingdom of God. And we're like, oh my gosh, like, am I ever going to be Christine Kane? Am I ever going to be uh, Sadie Robertson or, you know, whatever it is like we're kind of like this is such a bummer this sucks god why can't i have gotten a better appointment um and what i love about stephen is literally after it talks about how stephen was appointed this it says like literally and i think it's like Acts 6 8 it says like stephen did amazing signs and wonders in the name of god he like literally was like preaching before the jewish leaders he was the one that the jewish leaders were like we cannot with this guy he is too crazy on fire for jesus and so we're actually gonna have to like get rid of him and so that's how he becomes the first martyr and i was just thinking like gosh i want to have a stephen mindset like i want to be someone who's like no matter what god puts in my hands to do no matter how seemingly small it seems no matter how unglamorous it seems like i want to go all in i want to be 100 of the way so much so that other people are like, like this person is so annoying and obnoxious we gotta like get rid of her whatever it is like um i just wish that i could be more like that like i could step into the things that god has placed before me and not compare them to everybody else's but seriously look at them and go all right god whatever it is that you place before me it's not a limitation but it's an invitation into seriously bringing my all before you and so um i think right now something that like god just encouraged me in it's like whatever i'm placing before you today how can you be all in 100 and like honor it completely and um i just seen that through the life of stephen in Acts. so yeah i love that so much what you just said like it's not a limitation it's an invitation i 100 understand what you're saying because when i started the podcast i was like i'm some random like 21-year-old college girl, like, who's going to want to listen to me? Like, no one wants to know what I have to say about Jesus. But mm -hmm. literally, it's been an amazing experience because I've seen, like, with the little, like, 
with the little faith that I had at the very beginning and how it's grown into so much more. Like I've yeah. seen random people that I don't even know reach out to me. Like I'm getting coffee with a girl tomorrow that found my podcast on Spotify. And she's like, I go to USC too. Like, let's be friends. And wow. that kind of relationship that the, only the Lord can form, like that wouldn't have formed like without the Lord. I love how y'all are just like so open and so honest about everything too. Um, but thank you so much for being on here today and just talking to me. Unfortunately, running out of time, but it's okay. Y'all have so much wisdom and I appreciate y'all being here so much. Um, I've looked up to y'all for years and I think you're amazing and everything that you're doing. So of course, keep doing what you're doing and just thank you for being such an inspiration and such amazing women of Jesus. It's just a great to watch. Uh, well, thank, thank you, Caroline. This was so fun. I'm so excited about what God is doing in and through this podcast mm. and through you. It's so cool. Like you clearly have such like a, an anointing and a gifting for this. And so we're honored just to get to be a part of it. Mm. Yay. Thank you so much. Yay! Well, thank you. So nice to meet you. Yes, it's so nice to meet y'all, too. Shout out again to Mac and Kins. They're literally the best. Thank you so much for being on the show. And don't forget to stay tuned for our last episode next week of Like, Comment, Share. I love y'all. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, I'm Caroline. Talk to y'all soon.